Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast, creating pathways, connecting people to Christ, to others, to purpose. Hey, welcome to the Christway Connect podcast. This is the place we say Jesus is the way. Yeah. Everything else. Now we're going to have a conversation. conversation. Awesome. Josh, Deli, Arnick, Andy. Mm -hmm. Here we are. What it is. What it was. (laughs) What it will be. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Is that going to happen? Oh, my gosh. Not even rehearsed. No. That's how deep that goes. (laughs) And deep is what it is right now. All right, friends. Hey, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Um, We are in uh, a little season where we're talking about giving and serving and sharing and connecting and sharing our lives in in service and ministry, not just like hanging out, which is cool too, but like with some intent, being a face in somebody's story. So we uh, uh, had baby dedication on Sunday, and the last few weeks we've been just talking about stuff that's happened on Sunday, kind of processing mm-hmm. processing through that. So uh, baby dedication, and I told the story on Sunday. Larry Comer stopped me in the foyer, and he says, these are the days I'm jealous. Get to walk around and kiss babies. <laughs> the rest of that pastor stuff, I'm not jealous, but this one I'm jealous. Yeah, this one, yeah. Yeah. And it was pretty fun to walk around and see Oliver and Bryn and Charlie and Cohen and Dawson. Dr. Thomas. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Dawson, Dawson Robert Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was a good day. Yeah, good day. And uh, what kind of takeaways do you guys have? Like, I heard such nice things from uh, Mindy's prayer. I, I really wasn't focused on it. I was sure. focused on the people in front of me, but, uh, oh, so much, so much nice feedback about, uh, just the flow of the prayer and the timings of it and the personal words for each person and the biblical character connections. And, uh, and we've got that recorded as well. So yeah. I want to make that available to parents. That's just, I have a cassette tape from 1998 that was spoken to me. Hmm. I saw it yesterday on my How program. do you play that? Yeah. You get in my car and <laughs> put, stick it in my car. That's cute. <laughs> I, come, I come to your truck and play it in, in your cassette recorder. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I know. Sorry, you listeners. You couldn't. You couldn't, uh, couldn't was it like a word it. from, what, what was it from? The, you said it was a recording. No, I was, in a, I, was in a, I was in a service. In a, I was called out in a service and spoken right to. Oh, really? Yeah, and Melinda and I kept that for, I, I, I have it. And I transcribed it on my phone. I'll pull it up and just look at it. Yeah. Once in a while. Yeah, it was powerful. I mean, mm-hmm. that's 25 years ago. And so to capture those moments. Yeah, it's uh, great to have those anchors. For yeah. people yeah. Mm-hmm. and to revisit. So I hope that we're able to send those to uh, to the parents, right? But mm-hmm. I really appreciated uh, what Mindy yeah, she clearly, spent clearly she spent time and brought, praying about it, and that. she wrote it all down. So if you're oh, one of those go. family members and you're listening, um, she will have that available, yeah, typed great. up for you. Super and, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the. Um, I mean, I'll, I, this is the, what the second time that we've done baby dedication. I mean, probably since yeah, for a while. Yeah, the, I mean, I don't, I really don't even remember. I don't even know if we did it before that. <laughs> yeah, so in the last eight years, you know, we've done it two times in the last two years. So, um, that's really awesome. But I just love the, the nature of the day. It's kind of like, kind of like a baptism Sunday, right? Like it does have that feel. Yeah. It has a, it has a baptism Sunday feel that is, we are coming to support each other, um, to love each other, to, um, 
pray and speak into the life of this little, you know, child who is, you know, most of them are under the age of two, you know, like speaking into this, you know, two year old that has no idea what we're doing. They're just trying not to, you know, cry and um, stick their hands in their mouths, you know, and stuff like that. And just like, why are these weird people around us? But the power that is, that is being spoke, like the Holy Spirit that is being released into their future, right? which I mean, it changes, right? Like you, you talked a little bit that in your message about feeling, right? Feeling this, this space. Yeah. And so that's, that's what I was, I was thinking about a little bit of man, the nature of this space and community and the support for the parents, right? Like that's, that's really what I, I see a lot of it as is like, Hey, we are partnering with you um, today. We're trying to let you know in a, in a, in a formal kind of setting that we're, we're partnering with you, right? Yeah. Like it's a commitment. Um, almost like almost like a baptism Sunday, right? Like it's a commitment of I am uh, defining the relationship, right, of this baptism with the community of believers. I'm defining this relationship of me as a brother and sister. I, I'm walking with you in this. Yeah, so I thought that was really, I mean, it was really beautiful. Yeah, and I got to have my babies participate in a different way 17, 18 years later. So um, on the announcement video, we did a picture that didn't have a lot of context because people are probably asking, who's the guy with the afro? With the hair. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. Yeah, it's crazy, though. Um, you should bring that back. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm sure. Well, if I grow an afro now, it's going to look like a donut is on top of my Okay, okay. I'm not going for the Sanford and Son, but um, <laughs> shout out to Sanford and Son. <laughs> but um, no, it's, it was crazy looking back at that picture. That'd be pretty cool to look at that picture and then glance back and see my son, the kid that fired up the picture is sitting back there. Yeah, this tiny boy who was a little bit too small for the outfit that he was in. Um, my first son and what that meant. Me, man. You're the man. Mm -hmm. And uh, it it brought up a lot of emotions. Uh, But it also made me think about the fact that we do these dedications to our children with the hopes that their relationship with the kingdom and the body of Christ is so that we come alongside them and support them and that they love being a part of that, not hate it. Because we hear so many stories about kids that, you know, go astray and don't like it. But I think that's more about the relationship of the people that are responsible for them to them. So one thing that is beautiful that I'm seeing as time moves on is the baby dedication becomes more about the people. And you even said that. It really becomes about the church's commitment to them. Um, I got a little shout-out from Cohen Sunday Uh. right before we were about to start worship. I couldn't tell if he was looking at me. And just out of nowhere, he lifted his little hand uh, mm-hmm. and those big jaws, and he like gave me a little wave, like, are you going to say yeah. something? Mm-hmm. And, and I just think about if the Lord blesses us for another 10, 15 years, yeah. literally, he could be back there running mm-hmm. sound, or he could be praying for somebody at the altar. That sends chills to me, because I never thought I'd see that day with my sons, and here they are, serving God, you know? Mm-hmm. And with gladness. No, it's not because I'm making them no matter what people think. It's with gladness. So 
I think it's such an opportunity. It's so funny that you guys would say it reminds you of Baptism Sunday because that's the vibe that I get. It's really sacred. Um, has a feeling of destiny involved with it. So thought it was a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sacred for the sense of community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just part of connection. It's just part of what we who we are. It, it allows um, everyone to see that what we want is what we say. You know, we really want that. We really want those Cohens to come in 16 years and be yeah. praying for people. We want them yeah. to be there. Yeah, we are so. playing the long game here. Yeah. yeah. With, with people, right? It's an yeah. open door. The walls are porous, the space, the love, for sure. And I don't think that Baptism Sunday or Dedication Sunday is the day to come and mess with the people of God. It feels like (laughs) it just feels strong those days. Like I was looking around and I'm like, I have jumped into the best gang ever. Like this is as good as it gets. Here's my my kids are back there. And if somebody stepped in here to do harm to them, just even spiritually, before I could even get back there and be dad. There, you got to make it through a hundred people praying for them. Yeah, and that man, that that touches me. That touches me to be a part of something like the kingdom. There's nothing better. Nothing better. A few times in discovery, people have come through, and they've just told me right up front. They said, uh, one person said, uh, you know, I I was wondering if you what you say is what you do, mm-hmm. and uh, and they said we've. We've checked it out, and as far as we're concerned, what you say is what you do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's so good, because that's really what we want to be. You know, not just look good, but when you lift the lid on the can and you look in, it actually is is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have challenges. I think everybody else, no difference. Rains on the just and the unjust, good and bad. But, mm-hmm. man, the, the, the sense of pause, and I'm thinking about the Baptism Sunday, Dedication Sunday, Connections, uh, because we just, I think, I think what's happening, we're not saying this, but I think what's going on is that we totally stop yep. and everybody focuses on one person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the baby, the parents, the person being baptized, like even when they read their story, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the whole place. Mm-hmm. And there is no question about how we value that. Mm-hmm. We will, we will take 250 people and stop them mm-hmm. to talk about you. Yeah. And to talk to you and to pray with you. And that is exactly on point for what we think and, and believe. That's what was so meaningful about what Mindy did. I was just like, man, she really went through the word and had a specific word to each child. Mm-hmm. I think with Cohen, she mentioned Caleb. I don't know why I was so locked in on Cohen. I think I'm going to steal him, but <laughs> he reminds me of my babies with those big jaws. I can't take it, but she she mentioned Caleb and then read scripture and then prayed so intentionally. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot went into that. She know? did. She spent time because she believes in that same thing we're saying is it matters. Mm-hmm. It matters. And the anchor that you said, Deli, is, mm-hmm. you know, the parents can look back with yeah. that word and say, man, we're going to stand on that. And then mm-hmm. the, the children can then look back on that word and, and man, when I was a baby, this is what was said over yeah. me. Yeah. Man, how, how that is, um, yeah, when you, like, you just pulled right back onto what I said, the anchor part of it is that can be so um, life-giving and even 
even when I'm thinking of value, right? We're talking about everybody's focused on the value of this one person. And when, when we can be lost in ourselves, lost in our identity, when we get older and we're teenagers and I mean, not us, but the, the kids that we're talking about right now, right? Like lost in their identity and where they're going and where to step and how you can point back to that again, have that moment of, man, I felt God in that place because of this was spoken over to me because this person came alongside me and prayed over me because I knew them. And yeah. and that is an anchor point for them to fall back on, right? Like rather than I, I don't have anything, I don't know where to go. I don't know who to speak to. And and that's exactly what we're trying to, what we're trying to go for where it's, you said, be, again, being a face in someone's story, like really, really truly being a face in their story. Someone recently shared this with me. So I didn't hear it firsthand. I'm, I'm sure they told me the truth, but I didn't hear it firsthand. And they, they shared the story that a person they're connected to, pretty close with, that doesn't go to church here all the time, comes occasionally, mm-hmm. other, other community fellowships with, said, uh, uh, love Christ way, and then said this, I feel like if I was going through something hard, this is where I'd want to go to church. Mm-hmm. If I was going through something hard, this is where I would want to go to church. Uh, good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> and that's fine that you don't come to church here all the time either, right? But I think what that speaks to is uh, if I need, what's the law of Christ? Carry, carry each other's burden, Burdens. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if, if, if this is a place where, where I, I feel like I need people to be there for me and people to come through for me and people to show up mm-hmm. for me, uh, man, that's great. That's what we want to be. Yeah. yeah, that's what the body is, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I told Melinda uh, a couple days ago, maybe a couple mornings ago, I was praying, and it struck me. It might have been yesterday morning. It struck me, and I said, "We need to." I just walked. I told Melinda, I said, "We need to have all the parents from Sunday, the the five babies and parents, not the babies, but the parents come over, mm-hmm. and we just need to set it and have them come over to the house mm-hmm. and just sit with them." I think it's uh, eight eight folks plus Melinda and I. Mm-hmm. And just sit there and have them over for a couple hours and talk through what happened and share those experiences and strengthen that bond. And it's funny because it's like, class of 2023, baby dedicated, you know, that kind of thing. Right? <laughs> but really, right, they're, they're walking alongside. Well, their own and we know children, that, right? I mean, yeah. what are the chances that they all stay in Terre Haute when they're 16? But the idea is that the connection of it and the value mm-hmm. of it and the body and the kingdom and to reinforce that yeah. and to give them opportunity mm-hmm. as parents to engage with each other. Again, one more touch, really, not an island, mm-hmm. not an isolated moment, not an isolated moment of connection. That's what we say, connection now for connection later. Mm-hmm. So how can we take those? And uh, you and I were talking at lunch today, right, about our kids and mm-hmm. uh, some, of the, some of the kids that are coming up into the youth group, you know, uh, Frankly, to be honest, and probably none of them are listening to this podcast, so I can probably say this, like they're 10, you know, and in my mind, they're still like six. Yeah. There's five, you know, and when I came here, they were two, (laughs) right? And now they're 10. Yeah. And uh, my boy is 13, and he seems like a a light years older than they are. Mm -hmm. And when he's, you know, 19, 16, 20, 17, 21, 18, it won't be that far apart anymore. Right. right. <laughs> and, and so you throw five years on the 10 year old yeah, and you throw five years on our kids that are 13, 14. Yeah. 
My goodness, that 15 to 19 window. Hey. Just got expansively bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that, but it's so, and that's only yeah. five years out. That's so exciting. Yeah. And it's exciting to feel like they're growing up in this culture. I mean, the, the verse that I referenced, super common for a baby dedication, Proverbs 22, 6. Mm-hmm. Train up a child in the way he should go. When he's old, he won't depart. And the point that I really did want to present is that's not a promise. Mm-hmm. Proverbs Pro- are probabilities. probabilities. Yeah. It's a wisdom book. It's not a law book. Uh, it's not an absolute formula. And you can read other Proverbs that just aren't true. I mean, if you save money, you should be all set. It doesn't mean something won't happen. So it's more about likelihood and possibility, probability. So, but that, the point I did try to make, I think I did make, is the fact that it is probability gives us more impetus to throw our energies onto that side. It's like that side of the seesaw, right? Yeah. The title, Stack the Deck, like stack the deck deck on these kids so that if and when they ever walk away, it's going to be super hard for them to stay away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And the amplified version of that says teaching them to seek God's will about their gifts and their talents. And so in stacking the deck, it's not just training them you know, keeping them in church, bringing them to a fellowship. But it's truly showing them the value of how God sees them in relationship to themselves. Because then you're right, it does become harder when God is an actual part of the way you view yourself as opposed to just a religious exercise. And and I think that's why it's so important to stack the deck. Stack the deck doesn't mean harp on kids it means give them as many avenues as possible that's one thing that's great about the whole five o'clock touch that you all have each sunday because it's just another touch another opportunity for them to not just value themselves but value each other Mm -hmm. and i think that's always a good focus place you focus on somebody else it causes you to be in a certain space Mm -hmm. so yeah, I like to know though when you're doing the uh, parents over at your house. I want to see the babies. <laughs> no babies, you can babysit them. Yeah, free baby. <laughs> Drop them off here. Oh, that was a problem we had. Yeah, for parents listening, oh, Arnick will be here me the with the five babies. Now, when they see you again, they're gonna want me. So I'm just telling you, I love the babies, oh, and plus it heals me every time I think about having another one. You look and go, I need healed. Yes. Yeah. So, I might yeah. be holding Cole on Sunday because, yeah. Sundays always make me think, to, maybe, you know, maybe Arnett can be dad one more time, you know. Just, and I don't, Eyebrows are raised <laughs> around the room right they now. They are. They are. I can we still immediately do go into intercession. And I, and I, and I, <laughs> let and the I scales fall the from his eyes. <laughs> I hear Cherie saying in my other ear, who's having the baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah, man. Well, when you, I, I want to tag on to that. When you're, when you're talking about that, that touch right on, on Sunday evening, um, you know, me and Kelly with the youth, we really, and we, and we love other people to be around and, and serving of that. So shame, shameless plug, you know, if you want to serve with the youth, like totally let me know because. I feel um, totally we, shamed right now. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we feel like you said that 16 year olds, right? 
they, they get this freedom of driving. Sure, 18 year old, right? You hit this yeah. another fr- threshold of independency and move, going to college or whatever, move, living on your own. And, and what, what actually does keep them, you know, to, uh, to anchored to Christ, you know, and we, and we, and we hope that it's, that it's the interactions. Yeah. yeah the body, the, the way that the Holy, the way that God and the Holy Spirit is real, right? Is real in their life. Not just, and I say this every time, like me and Kelly do not do the youth just to like jack around and play games and wear skinny jeans and smoke and dance around. Like that's not, that's not really what it's about. It's about like making God real and having real laughter. Yeah. Smoke, yeah. <laughs> but having real, real interactions with listening to the Holy Spirit, serving one another, praying for one another, like because it, for me that's that's what's gonna that's what's gonna keep my daughter around is knowing how um, life giving that these p- other kids that they're around are how they're serving and seeing each other as brothers and sisters and not just as commodities right or, or a way to get ahead and, and do something so anyway that's that's just the heart behind yeah. the way we do that I don't know it's just I well, had to say the, that and the generational the generational connections yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, of giving them space, coming alongside. That's mm-hmm. why I said Sunday. We, we we have them come into our adult space once a month, mm-hmm. and uh, frankly, depending on how many student teams we have, it may be twice a month. Which is everybody knows is fine with me. Yeah, I love them up there. And then we're going to put people down there. We're going to go to them into their space, mm-hmm. and that is really the reciprocity of the connection. Right? It's mm-hmm. not just come to me. Yeah. And 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 I had this years ago. Uh, I was on the. Severn River Bridge outside of an I know exactly where I was outside of Annapolis, crossing the bridge in a Jeep, pretty cool picture, mm-hmm. in a Jeep, listening to the radio. And uh, this guy came on, he was talking about his daughter, the Christian commentator. And he, he said, you know, whatever age, I'm making up ages now, but Emma, I'll use Emma and I. I'm 54, she's 18. I've never been 54, she's never been 18. Neither one of us know what we're doing. I may know what it is to be 20 or 30 or 40, but I've never been 54, and I've never had an 18-year-old. And when Chip is 18, I could say I've had an 18-year-old, but it wasn't you. Yes, <laughs> right? So, you know, we're all just feeling our way, and I think that posture of we're all a community of faith, from eight-day-old boy, right, Dawson, to the oldest saint in the house. And I think that sense of just pure value for people just just uh, care for them. As they minister to you, you minister to them. Right. And the, um, the access. Hmm. I think that's really what it is, the access. Not just, I'm thinking of a, as a sailor, I don't get to do much sailing since I've been out here, but when I lived out east, I did a lot of sailing. And we had a little sailboat, a little 21-foot San Juan, San Juan 21. And... Uh, you could tie it to a pier. When you tie it to a pier, there is very little give. And you've even got bumpers that you put out, right? And you mm-hmm. just cinch it right up and, and tie it in. And wrap right off the cleats, and, and it's going nowhere. Uh, barely rise with the tide. Like, it's, there's not much slack. But what we had to do sometimes is we had to, we had to anchor it offshore because there wasn't a pier. We were off a beach. So we had a mooring ball, and it was connected to this I don't know, 1,000-pound, 800-pound donut that was sunk in the bottom of the river. So this concrete donut is sunk in the river. It's got a chain that goes up, connects to this ball. There's swing on that chain. 
and then you tie into the ball. And sometimes you're 10, 15 feet. That's called, in, in nautical terms, that's called your swing circle. Like how far the chain tends, mm-hmm. how long the, the line is. And you can swing this huge circle, this huge arc, is your swing circle. But you're still anchored. Right? You are not tied into the dock. You are loose. And sometimes we just sit out there and you turn with the current. You be facing the sun and a few hours later, your back's to the sun because the current shifts and it swings you around. Your boats, sometimes they're facing you, sometimes they're out. You can move. You have flexibility. You have movement, but you're anchored. And that's really one of the things. You're preaching that Sunday, aren't you? I saw that. I, I mean, heard, I'm just sitting I heard, here. I heard, I heard that. I heard, I heard, I know, I heard I'm the, fixing I, it in my mind. I heard the tone of the hum. I'm like, the, okay. This okay. one is for real, folks. <laughs> so join us at Recharge Sunday. <laughs> Anchored part one. Our new series. <laughs> yeah, our new series. Four-week series. <laughs> that's what we want, right, that they're anchored in. And uh, no shameless plug, man. If people aren't hearing me call them into spaces of serving face-to-face, they are not listening. Yeah. It's been pretty clear in my (laughs) mind. Uh, But, you know, the the part of, uh, I think it's, what is the serve? What step is it? Well, here's the deal. It's not, uh, let's say you're the adult, okay? And I'm calling you to serve with, with students and children. I'm not calling you to do it just for them. Yeah. Right, this is part of you being that face in their story and how rewarding that is. Last night I taught a class. I'm hold that thought. Last I night, I, last night I taught a class. I was walking out of the class. My phone rings, and it's a it's a young person, and they called me and just unloaded. They're crying, and I I had to call and I I hear them I hear the crying before they say my name, and unload, and for I don't know twenty minutes. I got to talk with them. I got to share personal stories in my own life. Stuff that, uh, yeah, I did, you know, I did that too. And here's how the Lord redeems that. Yeah. And good for you and proud of you. And you mean proud of me and failure? Yes, I do mean proud of you and failure. Why? Because we're having this conversation. And thank you for calling me. And it wasn't just the, the young person that was edified at the end of that call. Yeah. And it wasn't, ready for this? He wasn't redeemed. I was the mess ups that I had as a teenager with wisdom. Now I got to channel wisdom into this young person sure. that redeems my screw ups. That's right. It really does. Yeah. Brings gives, it gives purpose. purpose actually yeah. Yeah. gives purpose to that. So in that moment, and I'm, I'm grateful. I got called. Absolutely. I think I was just going to uh, almost what you said, the, the part, the serving part is the, is the step in our journey. It, it becomes a place where we're stepping outside of ourselves. And that's step seven. Yeah. yeah. It, it is a, 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 some, it's a sacrifice, folks. It just, it's just how it is. Sometimes you don't want to do what you have to do, yeah. and you do it anyway, and you serve with gladness because that's what we're asked to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think I can't reiterate it enough. Some of us are just very busy, and yet we understand what it gives us to serve. Mm-hmm. Right. Just like you said, it edifies us. And so that in our busyness, in, in the, the hard schedules, when I take that moment, even on Sunday when I was down with the kids, it was chaos at times, <laughs> right? It was crazy. But at the, at the end, we talked about prayer. And if you want to hear the story of what happened down in children last Sunday, come and talk to me because it is actually pretty powerful of what we talked about prayer and these kids that were 
uh, between seven and 11 years old uh, had a powerful moment. So, uh, but that's part of that service that I, I just want everybody to catch right now. Just, so if you're listening, just yeah. catch it. So, yeah. And I'm sitting here thinking uh, as a veteran, uh, that's, that's the word they use, right? Thank you for your service. Thank you for service right. And so never has someone said, thank you for your service. And I go, yeah, you're lucky. I didn't want to. <laughs> I've never exactly, said that. Yeah. Never said that. Yeah. yeah. In fact, someone says, thank you for your service. I'm like, my pleasure. Yeah. yeah. Was sacrifice involved? Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Isolation away from family. Yeah. I was a newly married dude, something? man. I was a newly yeah. married guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, one Did time I came back, I came back right? to Newport News. I was yeah. in Virginia and came back to Newport News after a, a four-month deployment. And I drove home. Ship came in and I drove home. I thought these people have been commuting for four months and didn't miss me. Nope. My mama did, you yeah. know, Melinda, but not the, they didn't miss me, you know, and, and you, and I was somewhere else and was I thought of, I don't, you know, uh, but no regrets. My pleasure yep. to serve. <laughs> Thankful for the opportunity. And I think that's the piece that even in the midst of, frankly, it's maturity. Yeah. It's step seven. Right, not step one. Attending on a Sunday does not require maturity. Right. <laughs> now, attending on Sunday, realizing that you're attending for someone else, yeah, that's some maturity. Holy, yeah. yeah, that's a different baby. But going into a, a discovery meeting or even getting baptized doesn't show maturity to a degree, but not like serving, not like seven. It's step seven of eight. Step eight is mentoring and replicating yourself and other people. We are asking for. Mature people, or ready for that, folks that want to grow in maturity. Yeah. Because service is how it happens. Yeah. I'm convicted by what you said about the, the alleged sermon that I'm going to steal. <laughs> because there's something in that that's kind of connected to what Josh was saying about serving downstairs. One beautiful thing about serving these young people is okay, they come in there, part of our worship, and then they go to to a class where they can have what the reins tied off a little bit looser yeah. and hear things in their voice. And that convicted me heavy. You know, I mean, literally when you were talking about the difference between anchoring to the dock and just dropping the anchor and knowing they have more slack, they move with the current, but they are anchored. That's a conviction for me today to loosen the rein a little bit. And let young people be young. And I'm speaking specifically of my own children. Because I tend to worry and think they have to be tied to the dock. And uh, that's you want, huge. you want to close this in prayer or do you want us to pray for you? Which, <laughs> which, one do you, which is the we way that you, which is the way that you want to know. <laughs> Perhaps in prayer. More children need a little loosen the anchor. Oh, man. I, I could close this. Go ahead. Perhaps I'll get yeah. something from it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, God, teach us. Yeah. First of all, we thank you. Thank you for the conviction to stack the deck, to serve with gladness, and Lord, just to create a community where we know that there's safety and an opportunity for even the youngest of us to grow in an environment where they're safe and they're loved and um, their youth is taken into consideration. Uh, 
but at our at our most loving points, there are times that we can panic and think it's time to tighten the reins. Help us to be anchored in you. Help us to teach our young people and to trust you uh, with your wisdom to anchor them to this beautiful community and to trust that even when the currents rise and they have slack and they're moving and they're moving about and it seems like they're so, you know, random and immature. Help us to know that they are anchored and to be patient and to still serve with gladness and give them the room they need to grow. And uh, thank you for giving us the room we needed to grow. Uh, let us turn that into purpose. That's what I hear. And I'm praying that for myself and for everyone else that's listening. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So Amen. I'm thinking that we're praying about our kids, right? But I think about us. The, 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 the four of us, when Jeremy's able to join us, the five of us, our spouses around the table. Like we're, Stack the deck means to arrange something so the results are unfair. Mm-hmm. Right. Not, not they're unfair. Mm-hmm. Where we have so many people around us that relapse is hard, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Holding stuff in and not sharing it is hard. We had an experience recently, right? Yeah. One of us get in here and we're a little bit off. Somebody's calling that brother out. <laughs> yeah. And you can deny it. And we're still and we're still calling you. Yeah. We're like, okay, I'm not sure who you think you're talking to. Right. Yep. That is actually stacking the deck. You get with people, connect with them, have that depth where you, you can't hide. It's about not being, you can't hide around those people anymore, no. Yeah. which is probably scary Yeah. until you do it. And then you realize I don't have anything to fear here. Yeah. These people love me. It's yeah. almost like a safety net. Mm-hmm. It's it almost is. like I can fail. Mm-hmm. It's okay if I fail because they got me. Yeah. Yeah. Isolation doesn't work. And even when I have my blind spots, they see them, they call yeah. me out. They yeah. Got me. yeah. Awesome. Wonderful. Love you guys. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Hope uh, hope this was as meaningful for you today. Mm-hmm. And you can glean from it. I uh, also encourage you to, where you're listening to this podcast, you can listen to Sunday's message. Um, just excited about how God's guidance is teaching us, talking to us. So until next time, know that we love you. Grace and peace to you. Take care.